this podcast like a pill you have to laugh. Hello, our lovely listeners. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Beth. Hello, Michelle. It is the week of Christmas. Yep. Deep <laughs> breathing. <laughs> now, listeners, Beth and I were just sitting here connecting because we've been so busy. We haven't hardly seen each other. Mm-hmm. We haven't even had time to Marco Polo, and you know that is then you're way too busy. Yeah. And I would like a I would like Sorry. a Marco Polo plus subscription. Um what do you call it when companies give you a sponsorship? Because mine just ran out and that is not gonna work oh, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyways you gotta have the times too. You gotta be able to fast make yeah. it fast yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Speed up a person, especially if I'm the one <laughs> sending the Marco Polo. I'm like, Way the other days, like okay, just uh, get up a little. Marco Polo, if you guys give us a sponsorship, we will totally like post our actual Marco Polo. We will make it possible. How can we do that? How can we post our Marco Polo? We will do it. We're gonna hashtag the heck out of this and tag Marco Polo and be like, listen, you need us. You need us. You're obviously suffering. You're a startup company. (laughs) We are here to help you guys. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. So we've been too busy to even connect. So we took a few minutes before we pressed record so we could see how each other's doing. And it's the mixed bag that probably everybody Mm -hmm. is in right now with Christmas, right? Yes. The, yeah, there, uh, there's someone that I follow on Instagram that I love and she was posting something the other day saying, Right now, I don't know who needs to hear this, but right now you've probably forgotten a ballet recital, a <laughs> gift exchange, a cookie exchange, a white elephant party. And the list went on and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot all of those. Every last one of them. <laughs> yes. Am I supposed to be doing it right now? Yes. Uh, and it's we were saying it's like it's the like in one hand is all the joy especially when you have kids Mm -hmm. and the other hand is all the stress. Mm -hmm. And if you are the matriarch, then you are the one or whoever's in charge of your family. Mm -hmm. That's in charge of events. Then Then it's a lot doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And this, um, just to be really real with you guys, Mm -hmm. this, I'm a chronic pain patient and my pain has been insane this last Mm -hmm. month. Therefore it comes with, Fun depression, crying when spoken to <laughs> by anyone who asks me how I'm doing, even if they don't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> even if they don't really want to know. How are you doing? Oh, just kidding. <laughs> oh, look at the time. <laughs> yep. Yep. And um, Beth, why don't you just for, you know, shock and awe's sake, tell <laughs> tell our lovely listeners how many people you had in your home the mm, other day yes. for a family gathering. Yes. Um, I don't, can I count that high? Let's see. I mean, there were at the minimum, I mean, there was at least 40 people there, <laughs> at, at least. Of all ages. Of all ages, all the way from like, you know, almost a year old to... 60 something it and then yeah and then my brother and his girlfriend and her kids showed up and it it was 
it was a lot of people and there were gifts being given and gingerbread houses being made and food being eaten. And it was crazy. And, and, you know, along with Michelle, I'm not a chronic pain sufferer, but I am a chronic pain in the butt. And (laughs) (laughs) just a lot going on in my mind and my emotions all the time (laughs) and my emotions. And uh, yeah, this morning, yeah, yeah, you know that feeling. We're all just trying to get to, if we can just get to maybe the 23rd. Yeah. And then we can take a deep breath. So everyone take a deep breath. Hopefully this will make you laugh. To t- yeah. And cry. So today is You Have to Cry. Changed the name of this podcast Yes, You Have to Cry. Well, I think uh, if we were ever to create the impression that all we do, do is sit around and be jovial. Uh, I mean, we are very funny. Yeah, we're, we are funny. We're extremely funny. But I think that we're also depressed. We're also extremely depressed. <laughs> Thank you and Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so here's to you. You're out there hashing it out to trying to make this a memorable time for your family (laughs) or you're lonely and you you do not get to be with your family or maybe you're sick, maybe you're depressed, maybe you're overworked, maybe you're underfunded. No one brought you a present. No one brought you a present. We're thinking about you and we want to bring some joy. So um, we would love for you to, you know, pass this on to anybody you think is having a hard season yes. and would like to be seen, known, and to laugh a little. Yes. And so. be celebrated. And mm-hmm. so you should just get a strong cup of, we'll call it coffee. <laughs> <laughs> settle in and take a deep breath and get a laugh on right now because yeah. yes and beth's kids if you are listening to this <laughs> take it easy on her yeah seriously okay. beth's kids enough with the cussing come on <laughs> that's the only that's thing so about them i enjoy right now <laughs> just kidding you can keep doing that just kidding kids i enjoy other things about you <laughs> i'm just teasing beth's kids i love you merry beth's christmas kids. <laughs> Also, Michelle's kids. Hey, Michelle's kids. Let's uh, let's bring let's bring Michelle some big big presents. She she deserves it. I just want them to cook. Yes, and they're big enough. They will. They'll cook. They'll clean up. Yeah, cooking clean. So much she wants. Your kids cook. My kids do cook. Yeah, Eleanor cooked everyone breakfast yesterday. Well, then you're going to be fine. Right? Just keep that going, Eleanor. That's exactly right. Mm. Okay, we're going to tell Christmas stories. I can't wait. Okay, I do know what Michelle's going to tell. And even when I relay this story to other people, I cannot say it without cry laughing. (laughs) I love it so much that I cannot wait to hear her tell this story today because it's so good. Yay! Okay, (laughs) so... This story takes place in rural Alberta, Caroline, Alberta. Shout out to Alberta and my Caroline friends. Um, And this was a year where my mother's entire family, aunts and uncles, grandparents were going to come to our place for Christmas. We kind of rotated around a little bit. And that meant we'd all be there on Christmas morning (laughs) together out in the country. And I have so ideal. I know, right? It was like because the snow is like two, three feet. Like it's just 
definitely That's winter wonderland. So nice. It's how we all wish Christmas would look. I only wish it would look that way for one for solid Christmas. day and then I'm done. Right. I am snowed out. But anyways, um, my uncle Lairdy, who was the most epic human being. <laughs> I mean, he was a giant kid at heart and was the most fun to be with. And he's so precious to me. Mm. And they made a plan. The adults made a plan that Uncle Lairdy was going to put on a Santa suit <laughs> and they were going to put him out in the yard running away. Um, and it would be like a Santa sighting. So, so they worked this all out. He got the Santa suit and um, they arranged for the viewing. So I would have been about, I think it would have been about seven or eight and my brother would have been about five or six, something like that. And, um, we had a big picture window in our kitchen and there they arranged, this is the moment Santa is going to be running through the, like a giant yard off into the sunset or sunrise. I don't know, whatever <laughs> distance. <laughs> and there, so the adults started yelling, um, kids, kids, it's Santa, it's Santa. And so we all ran up to the window to look and sure enough, there was Santa just like taking off across the yard. We were like, oh my gosh. But, but before anyone could stop him, my brother decided that he was going to have to <laughs> catch up with Santa real quick. Like this was his chance, right? <laughs> and so he stuck his boots on. I don't think he had a jacket, just jammies and boots. And he was out that door. <laughs> And he was booking it. And he was gaining on my uncle, who's like running through two foot deep snow. And my uncle is terrified that his nephew is going to catch up with him. And then he'll, the whole magic of Santa will be destroyed for the his whole entire life. And yes. he's too young for that. He's too little. And so he's panicking and being like, how what do I do here? Darren's going to catch me and he's going to see it's Uncle Lairdy. And then he's going to be like, there, what? There's no, it's gonna, he's going to ruin Christmas when he was trying to make Christmas. And so my brother's booking after him and he turns around and says, go home, little boy. <laughs> I see the full panorama of Santa running from the little boy and then stopping and yelling, go home, little boy. So good. Darren, ironically, was obedient and turned around and went, I guess Santa's was the trump card. Right? Yeah, that's like, right. Well, to have Santa tell him, then he'll do it. And so he ran back to the house crying, Santa told me, go home, little boy. Like <laughs> So, like, the magic is somewhat tainted now because, yes, there is a Santa, but he's kind of mean. He rejected me fully and completely. I thought he would at least give me a hug, but no. 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 So, yeah, that was the, um, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Go home, little mm -hmm. boy. Oh, well, I have another one of. And this is just coming to me now. We're just riffing. That. Yes, so I you, love you it. You riff whenever you're ready. Okay, you go I will. It out. Um, 
my grandpa was the doorman at the Weston Hotel in Edmonton for oh gosh, after I his retirement. It. He it was a fun job. And so at the staff Christmas party, they had him be Santa. And he was elderly and he had white hair anyway. And so <laughs> they stuck him up on the chair. And I think I was probably about three. My mom would have to verify, but I think I was about three and uh, very familiar with my grandpa, very close to him in his house all the time. Mm. And it was time for everyone to go sit on Santa's knee. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that's my grandpa from far away. So they put me up on his lap and I looked down at his shoes. And then I looked up at him and said, I talk like this because I really couldn't breathe out my nose <laughs> till I had tubes put in my ears when I was seven. So I was like, you have shoes just like my grandpa. <laughs> Oh, ho, ho. Move, move her along. Go home, little girl. Go home, little girl. <laughs> this is scary for parents, right? Like, how do you keep this magic? Yeah, for real. I mean, if you're Paul and I, then you just tell them Santa's not real. So that's always fun. <laughs> wow, way to kill the magic. I know. Listen, I, this, so I wish. Like Paul, Paul wasn't into the Santa thing. Right. And I didn't care enough because I had never had kids before. So I didn't care enough to like fight for it. So we, now I regret it. Now I wish that they still believed in Santa, that Paul would dress up like Santa. Bring it back. Yes. I'm going to bring it back. So, but we did, we didn't do that. And so, but I was like, well, We'll tell you, there was a real man. There was a real man, St. Nicholas. He was a great guy, but, you know, he, that was a long time ago. He's long since dead, and he's not alive anymore. So then our, you know, five-year-old decided that he should set everyone straight and oh, no, always no, no, be a truth bearer and tell kid. all the children <laughs> no. that Santa is dead. <laughs> So died a long that, time that's ago. the kind of joy that we brought to the world. <laughs> and we were like, no, 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 don't, no, no, don't tell people that. But Izzy, well, okay, well, yes, the real Santa. <laughs> oh, 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 little boy, never mind. Like, I just wish we would have done that. Well, so then my oldest being who he is, Clive has a very strong mind of his own. We watched that movie. What is it called? The gun, the the Guardians. The one that has it's like a movie that has all of the Easter Guardians of the Galaxy. Or no, 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 no. The uh, what is it? It's like the Guardians. Something of the Guardians. Anyways, it's got Santa and Jack Frost and the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy and oh, yeah. Sandman. They're all in it. And um, it's it is actually a really really good movie. But at the end, Clive comes up to me and he goes, "So, um, all those all those guys in that movie are made up, right?" And I said, "Yeah, that it's all make believe." And he goes, "Well, I mean, except one." Oh, oh, and oh. I said, "Which one?" And he goes, "Santa." I said, "No, remember we've told you that that's make believe too." And he said, "No, it's not." <laughs> yeah. And I said, Let's "Go, Clive." That's right. I told Paul. I said, "Look, I've done what I can." He believes in Santa <laughs> with or without us. And I so I'm it. not going to tell him anything else. Yeah. Oh, my God. So he's like, no, mom, you're wrong. All the kids at school, 
told me I'm a dumb dumb for saying Santa's dead. <laughs> Santa's not dead. He is alive and well, and that is the truth of it. So oh my word! I loved it when he said that. No, no, he's not. He's, he's real. So you're wrong. <laughs> so good. Um, I think I discovered the truth. When I was seven and I um, <laughs> got my Brenda doll and her box had a price tag on oh. it, my uh, seven-year-old deductive reasoning took me straight to how could this have come from Santa's workshop if it has this a little price. 1695 sticker I up here. I thought Santa on the- was making this stuff. <laughs> Who's his distributor? Yes. (laughs) And I did the same thing to my own daughter. So turnabout is fair play. Mm. Like I got her this little sewing machine for Christmas and it wasn't working really well. And she was getting upset about that. And I apparently said, well, we can just take it back to Walmart. And she was like, what? (laughs) What do you mean? I've been there and it is not quite as magical as Santa's (laughs) workshops. That is amazing. I got to dress up as Santa one year when I worked at what? Yes. I when I worked at a preschool, they were like, Well, our Santa fell through. Who's gonna be Santa? And of course they look straight at me. They're like, You're jovial, you have rosy cheeks. Come on, put on the suit, we'll stuff it with a pillow. And so they were like, Now don't talk too much because the kids will instantly know. So this was me. Ho, 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 little boy. Ho, ho, ho. And they were like, nope, don't even do that. Everyone <laughs> can tell. don't speak. Yeah. And so I had this one little boy that I just loved so much. His name was Dylan. If you're listening to this, I'm talking about you. Um. Anyways, uh, he. so all the kids were coming up and they were telling me what they wanted, all this business. And he got in my lap and he looked up in my face. And then he looked down at my hands and he grabbed my hand and looked at it for a long time. And oh, he goes, no, no. Miss Beth, is oh, that you? Yes! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You cannot put someone in there that they know. That's right. So I just chucked him down on the ground and was like, <laughs> next. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, no, Dylan, it's not Miss Beth. It's Santa Claus. <laughs> okay, question. Uh-huh. So when you got married, you know how you come from like two different family cultures? Yes. One's Christmas is one way. Another's Christmas is another way. Yes. Any conflict there? Or did it all just not, come together well, seamlessly? Yeah, no, it didn't all come together seamlessly because my house was like, I mean, it kind of did. It it did just because my husband's so laid back and whatever. whatever. Yeah. yeah. But my house growing up, it was such a production because my dad was, he loved to party. And so he <laughs> did the whole nine of like, he would make noises on the roof so we thought santa was up there yes. and he would yell i think i hear him get in bed or you're not getting a present Aww. you know that whole thing and it was it was a lot of it was a lot of fun and paul they didn't really have that going on yeah yeah so that's different yeah so it was different but but also he has this magical mom that mm-hmm. loves to make everything special. And Shout out to Carla. Carla Roman. You're amazing. Um, yeah. So there was, we all, we had a, our own magic in different ways, but yeah, I, I do regret. And now my kids love to yell at me about that. They're like, why didn't you just give us Santa Claus? Start it. Like, it's not too late. I Start know, it now. I'm going to. You take those kids to the mall and you sit them on his lap. I am going to. <laughs> he 
He's at Chapel Hills. I saw him. I, I love this. This is amazing. <laughs> They're like, we it's didn't have Santa late. until we were 14. <laughs> but you got him but now. we got him now, everybody. <laughs> Did you have a Santa in your life that you thought was the real Santa? Did you have one mm. that you would go visit? Um, No. I totally had that. Oh, yeah? There was this one guy. Oh, I still, I can still see him in my mind. All my pictures with Santa are this guy. He would go to the North Richland Hills Mall. Oh, boy. And my mom was like, he is the real Santa. She yeah. would tell us. Like she was legit like, beard? Yes. He had a legit beard. A, he had a beautiful rosy face, white. His hair was white and he had beautiful blue eyes. And he kind of actually reminds me of your dad. If your dad's hair was white and his beard was long. <laughs> um, he looked very much like that. And he was just the sweetest angel of a man. And my mom would say, those other ones, they are imitating him, but that we get to go see the real one. Every year. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good Yeah. Well and I was convinced. And every time I would sit in his lap, I was just like dreamily staring up at his face like, <laughs> Saint Nicholas, Santa Claus. Yeah, I loved, I loved him so much. Shout out to the guys that grow their beards to get ready for this season to bring that kind of legitimacy yes. to the magic. That's right. So my brother's girlfriend, Melissa, her dad looks like Santa. Okay. So at Halloween, instead of decorating for Halloween, they decorate for Christmas and he passes out candy to all the children. <laughs> that would mess me Isn't up. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's amazing. That is awesome. So awesome. Well, when I got married, um, well, I wasn't even married yet, but when we were engaged, Barry had his first Christmas in Texas with our family and my grandma had come for my engagement and to spend Christmas. And my grandma would all year long squirrel away garage sale presents yes. things from the discount bin pencils erasers love it. outdated chocolate <laughs> ceramic figurines um she even like refinished furniture and that would be a like a little table thing that part is yeah amazing. and but it it was so it was so magnanimous that the presents were beyond the bottom of the tree and up into the tree. Cause she was wrapping every eraser. Every, I don't, she must've brought two suitcases from Canada full of this stuff. And Barry's family gives their history is give super practical and necessary gifts. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, the first year we were married, they gave us tires, which we badly needed. But they don't fit under the tree. So it's tad disorienting. You got to like orient to each family culture. So he's sitting in my house looking at what's under the tree. Like, what kind of excess is this? How much money has like, been it's just spent? an eraser. Yeah. Then as he started unwrapping them, he's like, ah, I see how we make this happen. <laughs> what kind of excess is this? But God bless Kathleen Gibson. Because of her, the unwrapping of gifts went on for hours. Because you had to wait and watch each person. What moms you know. do. What yeah. moms do to make that. Seriously. I, mean, I, I know dads too, but I'm just, as a mom, I understand the just extreme limits that we will go, like, the where we will go to the extremes we will go to to make the magic stay and last 
and yes. stretch it out. Yes. Make it happen. But isn't it true that you, at least this is true for me, I guess I shouldn't make a declaration that no matter how epic it is, there is always this weird, funky disappointment. Yes. No matter. Yes. I, that bugs me. <laughs> it bugs me too. I don't think I'm going to do that this year. Mm. I'm deciding. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Not doing it. Okay. I'll, I'm not going to be disappointed. I'll Marco Polo you and check and see. <laughs> yes. Are you Marco Polo me? <laughs> um, do, wait, but you mean you're disappointed? Everyone. <laughs> Maybe I just am doing it wrong, but everyone has that. My, we've talked about it with our kids. Like everybody has this like deflated. I don't know why. Maybe we just get so worked up. Yeah, maybe so. I feel like, well, for me, the disappointment comes the minute the last present is open. It's like, well, it's over now. It's like, that was a lot of buildup. Uh, now what? Now what do we do? We're all sitting here with paper and... Yeah. 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 That's weird. That's weird. Another, uh, Melissa, I'm mentioning you so, so, so much in this book. But another thing, she, Ryan told me, Melissa, you can verify if this is true or not, that she likes to tell her kids Christmas doesn't come in a box and that she's been known to rewrap stuff they already had and put it under (laughs) the tree. (laughs) You be grateful. Are you still as happy about this as you were when you first got it? Surprise. <laughs> it's that thing you just had to have. Okay. Worst Christmas. Here's worst Christmas. Okay. Story. Yeah. Ready? Worst Christmas. Give it to I me. I learned something and here's, I'll tell you the moral first and then I'll tell you why. The moral was and is don't you ever not get a tree. Don't oh. you ever. <laughs> Like this one Christmas when our we had two kids and they were really little and we were like, oh, well, we're going to Alabama for Christmas, so we won't bother with it here. And then the day we were to leave, Barry was like, that feels sort of funky. And we proceeded to get a, a flu like where I took Barry to the doctor and he had towels over his eyes because he couldn't stand the light. We pulled through like the McDonald's drive through and they saw this like he looked like my hostage in the seat next to me. With, and our kids got it and it was foul and and we had not done anything and then I didn't feel good enough to do anything and it was the epitome of misery it wasn't just being sick it was like being sick and nothing Christmas that is so disappointing so nothing to cheer you up no so every year now I don't care if I'm planning on going somewhere (laughs) you never know worldwide pandemics heard of them that's right so you might need to always Always. I love that Michelle's idea of preventative medicine is to make sure there's a Christmas tree. (laughs) That's exactly right. She's like, you get this tree up. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. (laughs) It's kind (laughs) of ominous. You might need this to cheer yourself up. And we, yes. I love it so much. That's great. We have had a Christmas with no tree, but that's because we lived in a house way too small for one. And so I just put a big giant ribbon on this obnoxious (laughs) lamp that Paul had to have. It was this the Christmas hor- lamp. Yeah, that's what we called it. And I have a picture of it still with a giant red ribbon because Paul he called it a floor lamp. It was not a floor lamp. No. It was a it was a 19 late 1960s early 70s like table lamp that was probably three and a half feet tall with a giant drum shade and it was like 
olive green and teal, you know, like pottery. Yes, I know, I know the one. Yes, yes. And kind of a goldish drum shade that was on it. Yes, and it was just massive, and so, and I hated it, but Paul loved it. So it was like the only thing that he brought to the house of our marriage. <laughs> it was like the only thing that he brought with him that wasn't just clothes. And so the lamp. Yeah, the lamp. Comes with lamp. That's right. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I can't throw away his one belonging. So <laughs> we're gonna keep the lamp. And now it's the tree. So tie a ribbon on it. Yeah, that was our one crew. But but also, in our defense, Clive was like a newborn baby, so he had no idea. Right. About it wasn't going to hurt his feelings. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. He didn't care. The stakes are higher when mm-hmm. the when they start noticing when what Christmas aware. is is about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. My mom told me a really funny story. I'm going to relay it, but I'm not going to be able to tell you whose story it is because she was relaying a friend of hers. Story. Okay. Anyway. Um, this family took their little girl. I think it's Bruce Ennis. Bruce, if you ever listen, I think this is from your, from your family. Not positive. We were going to change the names to protect the identity. Moose Menace. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this family took their little girl to see Santa in Calgary at the mall and they got it all done and it was magical and everything. And she told them what she wanted. And then as they were driving home, They happened to see a Santa in a town like a couple (laughs) or an hour away. I think my mom said sundry. And thought, well, let's do, let's, can you believe it? It's Santa again. Well, he's here. Let's go see him. And so she got up on his lap and um, he asked her what she would like. (laughs) And she said, yo, booger, I knew you'd forget. Even if that's not a true story, which it is, um, I wish I could credit the right people. So that is amazing. Yeah, whoever you yeah, are, the jig is up. You just asked me this thirty minutes ago. What are you thinking? <laughs> My husband has a difficult time knowing what to get for me mm. because I, mm-hmm. um, I, I find them. If he hides them, I find mm. them. And so for a couple of years, when we started noticing that he would call my friend Kathleen and ask her if she knew what I wanted on Christmas Eve, Mm. I took a proactive measure one year and just made a catalog that I gave to Kathleen, I think, Mm -hmm. so that she would have it to give to him whenever he... And the cool thing about that is I got everything I wanted. (laughs) That is amazing. Arranging for your own happiness. Yes. Listen, I remember the Christmas that I lived with you guys when I first was here. No, I didn't live with you, but I came and stayed with you for Christmas. Barry, when he went shopping for you, called me at every shop yeah. he got to yeah. and said, okay, now I'm in this jewelry shop in Manitou Springs. What do you think? Okay, I'm looking <gasps> there at... There was no FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm looking at a silver turquoise ring, a bolo. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say this, but that's how it was in my mind. He was looking at like eight things that she didn't want. And I was like, well, move to the next counter and tell me what's there. <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. Every 30 minutes, I'm like, yes. Okay, now I'm at like. (laughs) Well, we've eliminated that problem by our our gift. Well, yeah, that helped. (laughs) But now our gift to each other is a couple weeks before Christmas. We go away Mm -hmm. for a weekend. That's awesome. And chill out, get centered before the season. And we do do some Christmas shopping as well. So that eliminates the need for a gift. But he is still terrified. Mm-hmm. He 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 remains terrified. 
decide that this is actually a trick. And then when I, that when I say, honey, no presents, just stockings, no presents, he thinks I am lying. <laughs> So that he will be caught unaware <laughs> that on Christmas morning you're going to turn to him and go, wrong. What? Just kidding. You failed. <laughs> so much pressure. <laughs> I know Paul's the same way because I, I'm a good gift giver. I love giving gifts. I like spending the time thinking about it. And so Paul's like, Oh, everything's teetering on this one present. <laughs> and then and then if I happen to put some because this year, same thing, we like to give each other experiences. I'm like, why mm-hmm. don't you go away? Yes. Like, you know, the thing every parent really needs. Yes. Is to like get some time away. Yes. And so we love to give that to each other. And if I do happen to maybe put something in his stocking, he sees it and starts having a panic attack because he's like, I thought, I thought you said no gifts. Ah. I'm like, it cost $2. Did Please relax. Not. It's some Twizzlers. You're going to survive. It's going to be okay. Reciprocity is very important in marriage. <laughs> no, it isn't. Because it's never going to be fair. That's ever, right. Ever, that's right. Ever, Listen. Ever. Those those Twizzlers cost me two dollars and fifty cents. So get out there, get out there and find something you good go for two fifty. Exactly two fifty, <laughs> matchy matchy. <laughs> oh, the pressure of Christmas! The pressure. <sighs> Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, never forget that one Christmas song that we all love so much. Never forget. Never forget. Hello, little baby. Hello, little king. We just came to praise you. We We just just came to sing. Never forget. Never Christmas song you've never heard until now. (laughs) I hope that you get to sing some carols. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we hope that you have a lovely Christmas. We hope that. As you get ready, that you don't forget that you need to stop and breathe. Yes. That you need to laugh. You might need to cry. You might need some rum. Yeah. Beth and I have both. I cried a bunch yesterday and Beth cried this morning. Yeah. 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 So crying is a part of it. It's just, it's the all together. And my experience with crying is that if you try to stuff it down, it's going to leak out at a really inopportune <laughs> moment. Like on Christmas morning. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. You run dirts. You've taken everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so don't let that happen. No. Remember to breathe. If you have tears, let them out. We're trying to bring you a little break and a little joy. We've gone a little long this time, but that's on purpose because it's our very first Christmas special. Our very first. And also shout out. Okay. Just here on the tail end of this. We have some other reasons to celebrate, which is seven countries now, right? How many countries are there? Michelle, why are you doing this to me? Google real quick. (laughs) By the next podcast, we will have Googled how many countries there are. I said it. I said it. We're going to start checking them off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big deal. We should get a map. Yeah, we should. Put pins in it. Yeah. I mean, Singapore. What's new? Yes. Who do we know in Singapore? If we know you, 
literally no one. Yeah. Tell us, tell us who you are. So here, here's who's listening right now. The U.S., of course, Canada, represent, <laughs> Ireland, U.K., India, India, Singapore, Singapore. Germany. Germany. This bumps Germany? This bumps what? to us. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, thank so you thanks, so much. Guys. Thanks for ever clicking play and or download and or subscribe. And we are having fun and we will do this until we stop having fun. That's exactly That's right. That's how it's going to go. So if you stop having fun, we don't care. We're going to yeah, keep doing it till we stop. Yeah. That is fun. the point. That's have how a we good time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, look. Santa's here with Pop-Tarts and, and coffee. coffee. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say, Santa? Santa Berry. Hey, hey, hey. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's rude. God, bring some joy to this thing. He brought me a cookie. What the flip head? <laughs> oh. Yeah, right. He just was like, oh, Beth's still here? Crap. Uh, (laughs) We love you. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We love you. We'll see you next year. We have some really funny stories already recorded for next year. Already. It's going to be good. Mm -hmm. Love you. Bye. Bye. Theme song written by Michelle Patterson, arranged and performed by Mark and Christy Bovey. You can find Christy Bovey at Voice Love Company on YouTube. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Pop this podcast like a pig.